Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I got the St. Louis Browns. I got the St. Louis Browns. Since the St. Louis Browns left town Since the St. Louis Browns left town Ooh, we're the St. Louis Browns Tell us what you found On this Mother's Day, we welcome Ed Wheatley into the program. He's a big St. Louis Browns fan, co-author of a book about the St. Louis Browns. And i got to tell you, uh, Ed, it's, the book is The St. Louis Browns, The Story of a Beloved Team. I, one of my memories of my mom is when she moved to St. Louis, her she lived with my dad's parents, having never met them. That's a whole other story. And she would always say that Blanche, my grandmother would always go damn lousy cardinals because she was a brownie fan and so the browns there were a lot of them well there were many of them i mean you know and the love and memories of that team are very strong still today i mean we you know i'm president of the st louis browns fan club and you know we have 700 active people involved and we have our annual luncheons with over 400 people and this week, we're going to have something very special, as you're going to talk about. Yeah, I, on Thursday, I guess it is, the Cardinals will actually honor the St. Louis Browns. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, this is the first time they've been. Uh, Baltimore's been here since 2003. The, the Cardinals have been up there in Baltimore three times in 11, 14, and 17, and Bill DeWitt, whose family is engulfed in Browns history. Their dad, uh, Bill Jr.'s dad, Bill Sr. was a longtime executive, general manager with the Browns, and they even owned the team in the late 40s. So little Bill Jr., uh, he uh, you know, was a bat boy, and his uniform is, is famous, a bat boy uniform, because that's what Eddie Goodell, the three-foot-seven-inch little guy who took the pinch hit in August 19, 1951, he wore that. And there's a, a famous picture of Bill DeWitt in his 
uh, Bat Boy uniform with Babe Ruth on Babe Ruth's farewell day in St. Louis in June 1948, shortly before he died. So Bill III and I have been working on this to make something special. He wants to, to keep the Browns' memory because the Cardinals, you know, they're very good partners of the Browns fan club. And, uh, you know, we're going to have, it's, it's, as Bill said, it's all about the St. Louis Browns on Thursday, this afternoon game. Uh, we've, as a fan club, we'll have well over 200 uh, members in the stands along the first baseline, dressed in Browns hats, uniforms, whatever. And uh, we're there to cheer. They're going to have many things between innings uh, about the Browns' history, some trivia, video, film. Eddie Mickelson, one of the four still living St. Louis Browns, will be in attendance with us, and we want to celebrate him and all the other 764 men who played the game. And what's interesting to me is that some of the people in Baltimore who may catch wind of this may not even realize that their team is the old St. Louis Browns. No, it's amazing. Uh, You know, when the Orioles left, in 1954, they said the St. Louis Browns died. They were buried in St. Louis, and their legacy did not come east. And we've had many discussions with the Oriole ownership and talks over the years and said, they said, no, this is your guys. You you take it. Um, and they just don't. And I've been on the radio in Baltimore many times after our uh, book came out, and after our films came out, and the films have been shown on PBS throughout the country. And they don't. Uh, you know, Fans, as you said, they say, we don't know anything about this. Uh, you know, the great history of the Browns, you know, and again, going back to um, the greatness of the Bill DeWitt family and his son, is there's a statue of George Sisler, one of the greatest men to ever play the game. He played for the Browns in uh, the early 20s and was the first ever MVP in the major leagues in 1922. There's a statue of him in front of Bush Stadium, but nothing about him in uh, Camden Yards, nor is the 1944 American League pennant displayed in in Camden Yards. That's just a shame. Absolutely a shame. And you mentioned George Sisler, another mom story here. After my dad passed away, she found two baseballs in his drawer, and she handed them to me and said, I don't know if these are worth anything or not. Both were original American League baseballs with the red and blue stitching, and one of them was autographed by George Sisler. Oh, my. I hope you didn't take it outside and play ball. Oh, no. I actually gave it to my brother because he had, I don't have any children, so he has a son, and I said, okay, you know, you, you can pass this along. I, I have no one to pass it to. So I gave it to him, but it was like, yeah, I think, Mom, that's a pretty good little item you got there. Well, <laughs> you, know, when you, you don't realize how good he was because he's kind of a forgotten player because, you know, the franchise doesn't really, you know, herald him, just like the Dodgers herald all the Brooklyn Dodger stars, you know, the Oakland Athletics have all the flags of Connie Mack in their history, or the Twins have a room in their stadium about the Senators. You know, the Atlanta Braves herald the Milwaukee and Boston Braves. But, you know, the Browns, you know, are a forgotten team in baseball, except our efforts, uh, you know, with our award-winning PBS films and our book, uh, which – we got recognition as the best book published on baseball in 2017 has really brought them back to life. You know, when I speak up at Cooperstown, you know, these people from New York, Boston, they're like, who is, who are these guys? We never heard of them. And, you know, it's thanks to you having us on the program. Thanks to the Cardinals and both Bill, both Bill DeWitts Jr. And the third for helping us keep that tradition alive. And, you know, the fan club, as you said, there's a strong love and memories. And, you know, the team left in what, 1953, right? 
After the 53 season, correct. And what is it about the St. Louis Browns? They were not the Yankees. They they did not win much. Uh, no. What is it about them that, that has drawn this attention and keeps this, this, you know, this fan club around and growing? Well, I think there's two things to it is that one, yeah, they were the lovable losers long before the uh, Cubs ever took that moniker. Uh, you know, they lost a thousand more games than they won. But they were these everyday Joes. I think that's what people fell in love with them. You know, they were always the underdogs. You know, there was every season. I mean, you know, they may have lost 100 games before, the season before, but this might be the year. And then, you know, we had that immortal moment, the pinnacle of St. Louis baseball in 1944. The world was singing, ironically, one of the top songs of the year, Meet Me in St. Louis Louis, uh, from the Judy Garland movie, but... 1944, the Cardinals and Browns play again. And uh, there was just this love. And even Stan Musial, you know, he regularly commented in the press about, this is weird. You know, we've been in the World Series in 42 and 43, but the town's rooting for the Browns. Uh, It it was this, I think it was just this average Joe kind of team, unheralded stars. And people just loved. Plus, kids could get in free. You know, they would rush after school, get their – Brownie Brigade card, and uh, the Cardinals had the not whole gang card, but the Brownies had the Brownie Brigade, and the Brownie Brigade lets you sit really pretty much anywhere you wanted, whereas the not whole gang had you high up in left field. So it was just, I think, a lot of memories. Yeah, no question about it. Ed Wheatley is the guest. He is the president of the St. Louis Browns fan club. We only have about a minute, Ed, so I'm going to have to limit you on this. But yeah. we've heard a lot of the stories. Pete Gray, Eddie Goodell, the, the night that Bill Vec had the fans you know, manage the team. A quick story that maybe we don't know that really stands out in your mind. Probably the neatest, one of the neat stories is Dizzy Dean was the announcer. And Dizzy Dean, you know, great Cardinal pitcher, got hurt in the 36 All-Star game. Cardinals released him after he hurt his shoulder in 37. He had a, a few years kind of as a, a mop-up guy with the Cubs. 1947, Dizzy Dean's talking about, as you said, how bad the, the, the Browns were. Hey, this pitcher can't hit the side of a barn. Let's hire my grandma. She could get it over the plate. And he, you know, there was this kind of love, hate, teasing back and forth between Dean and the booth and, and the Browns players. So Dizzy Dean being the great Dizzy Dean said, I'll come down and show him. Well, here's this man who's been out of baseball for, you know, about six, seven years. He comes down and he throws a shutout for uh, half the game and uh, probably would have stayed longer had he not tried to, in Dizzy fashion, take second base on a single, slid in safe, jammed his back, later on and start tightening it up. That is just how it was with the St. Louis Browns. Oh, Ed Wheatley, thanks so much for the stories. Pick up the book if you don't already have it. It is tremendous. And, Ed, have a great time on Thursday. It's about time the Browns got their due. Well, thank you, buddy. And we hope to see many, many people wearing Browns hats at Bush Stadium. You betcha. That'll be Thursday. Ed Wheatley, thanks for joining us this morning. It's 928. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.